I feel pretty honored that I have this moment to share with you guys. We've been working on this project. Kenzie, not a story by Roy Kenzie. Although it's another story by Roy Kenzie. It's Kenzie, a memoir. Um, and I was asked to, it's funny how, you know, when you take on a project, asks you to be somebody. When you're the kind of artist that I am, I didn't realize all of the things that I was conjuring, as you said, uh, about Blackie. I didn't, I didn't know a lot of, uh, what I would kind of like take on um, when I was deciding to make this. This album went through a lot of different names. Uh, it was supposed to be 400. It was supposed to come out in 2019. It was supposed to be uh, a commemoration of the 400 years since the first ships arrived in America that carried our ancestors. Um, Roy Parations was a theme. Uh, so the album was kind of moving from the collective idea from Blackie into something that was more personal. And uh, when I started thinking about self-worth and thinking about quote unquote reparations, I was thinking about like, you know, if this came in the most, you know, unthoughtful way, like a check came to my house, uh, did I have the wherewithal and the self-worth to make this something that could really like break a generational curse. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and of course, you know, no, no pressure, <laughs> right? But a lot of themes, this is my self-worth album and a lot of themes uh, I had to explore and change uh, to go into the next stage of my life. And so this is Kenzie, a memoir, a very personal album to me, a very dear album to me. And I'm really happy to have all of you all like here in my house, because I don't be just invited to this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, this album was uh, recorded here, just like Blackie. But with all of you, you know, I've had very intimate and personal and great conversations, and I really want you to be a part of the family that I chose, that I get to choose. Um, and so, thank you for being here for this private listening session of. Kenzie of memoir. Um, as personal as it is, I realize that, you know, the more personal that you go, you kind of ask other people to go there and people have stories that they can tie into your story. And so that's where the discussion part comes in. And if there's anything that you feel like you're called to speak on, after hearing a song, uh, we'll give maybe two to three minutes of conversation after mm -hmm. each song, and then we'll keep it going. Silence your points. This is Kenzie on that Closet, my cousin said I won't hold that against you. Bless her heart. Slow ass, but she's so damn smart. That's at the text with quotations around art. Blackie is tearing my family apart. The ones that was hating won't jump on the track. Wondering if grandma is resting every show, I'm bringing her back. Breaking the ground, but there is no real way to brace for impact. Who knew you had the whole statement, but simply just stating the fact. Overheating, it get worse when they told me relax. Mercury retrograde here in this taking me back. I used to leave voicemails like, please take me back. I'm thinking back, where the fuck was I at? Fuck, I don't beg for nothing. I ain't dead for nothing. My shadow was not what I was thinking it was. My shadow jumped out like I also need love. Fuck, I don't beg for nothing. Huh, I ain't dead for nothing. My shadow was not what I was thinking it was. My shadow jumped out like I also need love. Fuck, got heart of hell and these hoes wanna act like they better than me. Talk cancel culture, I cannot be canceled, ho on the TV. Believe, have what you see. 
2019 seen shit couldn't believe. 2020, don't send that email without attaching that fee. I love it when they see me grinning, play with it. I come from a very long line of very evil women. As in the end, so in beginning. Living in our last days, so I guess this is the start of the ending. Juice, Jenny, Lennon, Egyptian. Turn 33, less Jesus, more Pippin. Took off my stockings, no Pippin. Rachel Reuter was whipping. I try not to change, yeah, everything different. Tell you what God love. I hear the words, some reason it feel like it's not love. Still tipping, that's a car club. Turn Roy Kizzy into a startup. Fuck, I don't beg for nothing. I ain't dead for nothing. My shadow was not what I was thinking it was. My shadow jumped out like I also need love. Credit sample, um, and then we go into I Don't Big, and uh, I was watching uh, Lupita Nyong'o on Oprah talk about um, us definitely inspired this album. I don't know if y'all seen the the uh, album cover of the two Roy's, one Roy's head is on like my shoulder and all that, and um, it was really important for me you know, what she said in that in that interview was um, the thing that she was able to do in her role in us playing two characters was that she was able to like channel an anger. She, she had permission to be angry. Um, and so with the first song, you know, it sounds like that wouldn't be the sentiment after everything that happened after Blackie. Like it was written up in Billboard, it was written up in LA Times and all, you know got all these looks that were really amazing right but um, I think a lot of times when we're talking about I don't know whether it be success or attention um, we don't talk about the other side the shadow side the shadow work that I uh, had claimed to do that I did that is never done which I realized on this album <laughs> like oh shit there's more um, but I gave my, myself permission to be angry and to be frustrated with certain things that were kind of like popping up. Although this album was the biggest thing that I had done up until this point. And obviously there's still so much more to go, right? Like, you know, um, still fairly un independent and underground and literally underground right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is where we record our music, but um, being able to honor those uncomfortable feelings that we all have that make us human and I realized all the things that I was like pushing into my shadow uh, and just really knowing how important it was to grow your voice. I mean, like if you look at Lupita in the, in the, in the movie, she didn't have a voice. Like her voice was gone, right? And so as much as I talk about shadow work, I realized that I was only um, comfortable presenting palatable emotions. Um, and so I don't beg, I was outside of like uh, Chicago Ideas Week um, uh, conference, whatever, and it was at iHeartRadio, and I just hated. Like I went up there and I talked to all these people that were doing radio, and I, you know, was you know feeling myself because of Blackie and all that, and I was just like, so I just want to get there, and I was I was in there with like Kiss Kiss FM, and uh, I was like, how do you get your music? you know, on the radio. 
And she was like, well, you know, you can go over to like WGCI. You can go over to like, we'll walk you over to the urban uh, station. Uh, and I was like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like, did you, you didn't hear the album? That was just like, because I'm black and I rap. That's the business of music, right? Like, that's how they do it. But she didn't know me. She just was just like, I'm gonna take you over here. So I was angry about that. I went to my car and like, <laughs> put my, my laptop, played this in the car and played it off my laptop and then recorded the voice memo on my phone. And I'm like screaming the verse. And then I send it to Mike and send it to, Pete and um, I don't beg for shit. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> that's that song. Um, I don't remember what the next song is, but you can play it and I'll, I'll uh, describe it. Oh yeah, I wasn't even supposed to be talking that much. Yes, who wants to speak? So I was listening to like I felt like the intro by Mike Jones was like a perfect like, like palate cleanser. Like it, it sets the tone for like what is coming. And then he was talking about like um, how you don't beg and this shadow work. And it's crazy that you brought up like us because I immediately like thought about like uh, Kara Walker's paintings in which like there's a double self mm. and um, it's a shadow, but it's also like a, sh a shadow of yourself. And you, you, you was talking about like, even like in, in, in your fucking like rhymes, it's like, he was talking about, I come from a long line of evil women. <laughs> right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, we, we come from, like, people who have been, like, brewing and concocting and doing, like, hella radical shit in the shadows, never really acknowledged for, like, who we are. And, like, for some people's identities, that's, like, inherently true. Um, like, you talk about, like, coming out of the closet, like, within, like, the first verse. And so, like, yourself already, you already have to maintain, like, this shadow self and, like, this self that you already, like, shown to the public. And I felt like this verse was like, you know, fuck you. I'm gonna be who I wanna be. Um, but I'm also gonna acknowledge the shadows. I'm gonna acknowledge like the deeper parts of myself, the hard shit that um, I want to unveil. And I, I'm gonna be unapologetic about it. So I thought that shit was hard. Yes, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the, is this the order in which the- Yep, this is the order. Oh, okay. Well, I think that intro is perfect because literally it took me from um, like the duality of uh, urban contemporary to ancestral. Mm, that's, yeah. So that's that's mm. the mode it put me in. That's kind of like, yeah, I feel like starting with a Curtis sample. Mm -hmm. Like like what we talked about, like Kurt, Curtis was like way ahead of his time as far as like what he was trying to do for mm -hmm. like just in music in general, for black people in general through music. And he wasn't heard like while he was there. Mm. And so like that kind of sets the tone of like mm -hmm. being almost like the eyeball mm. at that time, like at his time, he was not seen as his genius as he is now. Wow. And so I feel like that, that's like the intro. It just sets you up to like, understand like this is gonna be something you haven't, like you're not, I don't know if you're ready for it. Mm. And then like mm. builds you into this like track that's like unapologetically you. And that's what Curtis did. Mm -hmm. That was him. Yeah. So it's like, it just feels like it's like flow into like, just feels natural. Is that the we made it flow? Sorry. No, she didn't. Say that again. So is that the we made it flow? The soldier boy, uh, da 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 da. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I the cadence. Yeah, yeah, I was bigger. I mean, I don't. It might not have been intentional. Just, if it, that's that happens a lot. In my head when I heard that it. happens a lot. I've clipped some Drake flows for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question though. Like, so when you talk about shadow work, can you talk a little bit about like, where that came from for you and like what that means to you? You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's like also what we're, when we're making work, right? Like, this any artist like what what are our sources? And like you're not talking about some like influence that's like I listen to this person just right. You're talking about a kind of a deeply introspective ass process, mm -hmm. um, and I almost it, it almost sounds like spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. Like and so just kind of like what what is shadow work? What does that mean to you? And how did you come to it? Through <laughs> well, you know the answer to this already, but um, for for everyone that that doesn't, you know. Um, making Blackie and making the work that I make, I listen to a lot of 
Channy Nicholas and um, follow my astrology and uh, really got to know my birth chart. When I, these last four or five years have been extremely uh, transformative for me, whether it be getting, you know, 23andMe tests and then African ancestry tests and then learning my birth chart and learning how when I was born affects my personality and all those things. So when I came across shadow work and came across, you know, Chani talking about um, my Saturn return or uh, these dark things, these things that lurk in your shadow, these things that lurk in your subconscious that uh, could uh, possibly be affecting your behavior, you know, the uh, Geppetto, you know, the strings that nobody really sees, like what what's in... Um, What's in my trauma body? What does my body remember? And how is it continuing to like move through the world that I'm even like uh, unconscious of, right? Like I think that I'm this person that is doing everything in this super pristine, healthy way. And maybe I have these ways that are just my survival techniques, right? Uh, and so bringing that out, like bringing out uh, the secrets of who I am or or how it took my fourth album for me to um, uh, acknowledge on record that I was gay or, you know, like all of these different things that needed to come out for me to move through, uh, move into like the second, you know, the next stage of my life. Mm -hmm. And so um, shadow work is very personal, right? All of our shadow works are going to look different, but it's more of an inner work, right? I'm not, um, I'm just really trying to understand exactly like what's moving me. And, and so I don't know, I, there's a way better way, I think, to answer that. There's some things that I am going to wish I said tomorrow, but just like off the top. Thank um, you for sure. Yeah, and then the other thing I think about shadow work and especially choosing the... Uh, album cover that I did where I'm on my shoulder it was it was like when Blackie when I was performing Blackie I was very sure that that was the person that I was going to be like I was sober I was like making altars at the shows I was like you know didn't have the weight that you carry when you're, you know, drinking. <laughs> like, I was just like, perfect. Like, I liked it, you know? <laughs> and um, and then I was just like thinking to myself, this is the unbecoming of that, right? Like, Roy, you don't have to be pristine for success, right? And it was just kind of like, well, um, I got all of this because I did this and like, it felt like if I acted less than human uh, in a moment, then I then there was shame and guilt in there, and I had to undo that because I didn't really know where I got that from, right? Like I'm and and being this being a self worth album is kind of like yo, you actually deserve everything because it's your birthright, yeah. because you're a human, because you were born, because you have a life, you deserve all these things, not because you know it's not a tit for tat, it's not like a I'll give you this and, you know, you have to change your mindset. But um, I think when we are raised, especially being young and black and queer, you're just like, oh, overachieving is my language. And if I'm not doing that, you know, that's a shadow thing, even though it looks great. Like that is not healthy. That's not healthy. It was like Beyonce on Homecoming when she was just like, yeah. I didn't drink, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And she said, and I'm hungry. <laughs> she said, and I'm hungry, right? And she said, and I'll never do that again. Because well, I think one of the things that's so crazy is like, you know, whenever we talk about like, like that, what I think is part of using the self-worth album, not making you think about like, and then also talking about this idea of like shadows, is like, maybe, you know, and the shadows being the dark part of ourselves, like even the dark parts of society, mm -hmm. right? Part of what I keep on thinking about is like, Damn it, maybe you never want like this movie this uh this it makes um the song makes wanting to be and a lot of your work makes wanting to be in the shadows 
sexy. <laughs> and it's hard because like I think we think about like oh the notion of like coming out, right? Coming out into the light, you know, coming out of the shadows. We see that used a lot and kind of like organizing, right? And like in artistry this idea of like coming out into like the visibility and even the idea of like oh the shadows of society. But we know what I think is interesting is like we know those spaces like even those shadows parts like need love too. Yeah. And there's a way in which like you talk about like let's work through this while still embracing those dark parts and it doesn't feel like a rejection. It feels like no come here. And then yeah. it's like the same thing like when you grow up like in a place like the south side or the west side, right? Like where it's like how it's talked about in the news is like this dark part of society, but at the same point at the same point like if you're growing up in those spaces you're like, Oh no, that's also like where we that's also where we place it outside. You know what I mean? So it's like this weird thing in which like there's a lot of like love for the dark parts of us and for those shadow um shadow spaces for us and for queer people right for people of color black people right it's almost like in the shadows like there's also like a liberty in them too and so it's kind of like cool in the which like and i think it's precisely because you are a queer black artist right that is like you're able to see that that double outside of like the binaries and i feel like i have chills even thinking about right now like thinking about that stuff that I felt because of the song. Yeah. Thank you. Not the sociographer talking too much. No, I love it. Like, this is the, that was the first song, you guys. That was the first song. Remind me to tell you about the album cover again. I think that um, real quick, it was me. Um, and you know that the album cover is inspired by Looking for Langston, the cover of Looking for Langston, the film. And I thought that I knew what the film was about before I had it. I didn't. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but I was just like, yo, that would be dope if it was, you know, two Roy's on the front. But once I had put myself in this like image of the Roy Kenzie that was like um, speaking about these issues, uh, whether it be police brutality or the Great Migration and all that, it really was calling me to be like, well, what would a, um, what what is this what is this next album going to sound like? What is your what is your uh, um, black queer rap album going to sound like and so it's also it's almost like an embrace of the shadow self right it's just kind of like oh yo i got you you can be yourself now in this hip-hop you know industry you can be yourself you can be yourself um you don't have to be that pristine person that you made that everybody kind of looked at you as on Blackie, right? Like a little bit of undoing something that I felt was probably going to be unsustainable. Um, let's move to the next song. <laughs> we did a lot of talking on this one. come from where the gold come from where the bros come from where the hoes come from where your nose come from where the gold come from where the bros come from where the hoes come from raised by a woman that was raised by a woman broke her back on the stairs working for a white woman nurse warned we would die for i made it out of stomach and they was young enough to try again if they wanted in the first four days i ain't come home they recorded Blackie in my own home. Decided to be a rapper in my dorm room. College looked at me like I was in the wrong room. I'm too backwards for some. Two captives for one. The shit you couldn't escape. Hard trying to make America great. Middle passage, of course, I'm riding my wave. Visit the ocean like it's a grave. Once we lost in the belly along the way. Pay for a hundred for DNA. Where your nose come from? Where the gold come from? Where the bros come from? Where the hoes come from? Where your nose come from? Where the gold come from? Where the bros come from? Where the hoes come from? Where is the house where the mouse is the leader? My great grand saved up to buy us freedom. CL gave life to Aretha, had the CL parked outside House of Eden. Amazon delivered us from evil. If I want it, then I need it, take a breather. Found out, discover, increase my limit. I thought I deserved it, so I'ma get it. Took the U-Haul to the Hershey, dying with it. Pinky ring, all biggie, sky's limit. This how they chain you on the land. I swear these things made me who I am. But I'm merely finding my way. Got enslaved and sold by the Dahomey. 
I was raised on bread and fried bologna. Can't take it with you when I cried when they told me. Where your nose come from? Where the gold come from? Where the bros come from? Where the hoes come from? Where your nose come from? Where the gold come from? Where the bros come from? Where the hoes come from? singles and run dmc they had announced that run dmc was going to put out an album of rap and everybody thought is it are people actually going to listen to a whole album of rap that was the big question and um i was thinking about how when especially when gangster rap hit that rap actually unfortunately became extremely conservative. And what I mean by conservative is that if you wanted to make it rap, you had to be a certain thing, follow a certain set of rules. You couldn't have a certain subject matters. And I was talking like with you about how the timing, I mean, I think it is just in the last few years now that you, for example, can be a queer librarian and that is completely doable within a rap setting. And that just didn't, that didn't exist. Even like five years ago, that didn't exist. And the idea that you can create an art within rap and not have to decide between lyrical content and commercial success, that's brand new. Mm. It's brand new in rap, and it's so exciting. And I love what I hear that you're doing, where you're just, there's no, there's no thought of the, you know, having to, to make that decision of, well, okay, I'm, I have to get rid of my concept that I'm gonna be commercially successful to do what I do, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, now that's gone, and that's, that's incredible, and I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that in your lyrics. It's, it's a real, it's a letting go of any kind of pre, you know, perceived structures. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> so I, I thought it was, I thought it was some like swag shit, like basically continuing from like the themes of like embracing who you are. Uh, but also like going back to like the shadow self. So you asking like, you know, where the nose come from, you know, and where the holes come from. So like, to me, it, that does two things. It asks the questions about like origin, you know, where, where does all this shit come from? And like in the first, you like middle passage, you know, I'm riding my way, that shit was hot. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you're talking about origination of like blackness and like mm -hmm. how did blackness come out? But you also like saying like, it's almost like a, like a proclamation, like, you know, what, what the hoes come from? Like, like as, as if you like proclaiming, like you're embracing that, you, you're proud of it. And I just think it, it was some, it was some like swagger shit. Like I'm, I'm a swag by embracing again, like that, that shadow self, like that shit we really don't really even talk about or the things that you probably find ugly. My nose, my bros, my old, like, you, you, you find that shit ugly, but shit, this is who I am, I'm swag on this shit, so. Yeah, I mean, because it's like, I was thinking like, literally, I, so many thoughts came came to my mind. This song is called Nose, but it's K-N-O-W-S. Mm -hmm. So it's like, where does your, you know, where does your nose come from? Where does your intellect come from? Literally where your nose comes from, but also kind of challenging where we are. Mm. We're in America, we're in a, hyper-capitalistic society, right? So I also thought about somebody like flipping through a mag, like a, like not that, not that people 
choose if they get work done on their body. Like they, I don't oh. think they choose in a magazine. But I thought about it in that way. Like, what mm-hmm. if we were choosing our bodies out of a like magazine, or the fact that like I am from, I'm, I'm a descendant of people who were like taken from a continent, and then I have to pay four hundred dollars for DNA from a fucking scientist <laughs> to tell me where I'm from, right? So it's like playing on a lot of different levels about where we come from, um, where we are, and 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 I think that the time is, you know, almost apocalyptic, almost very, you know, like extremely urgent, right? We, we've we seen, I, I, I came up on, you know, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to listen to anybody who hadn't made a million dollars because I was like, what's the, what's the point? What's the point? I came up listening to Jay-Z. I came up listening to, you know, these are the reasons that I want to rap. So I didn't see the value in it. I didn't see the value of being a broke rapper, right? And now we're in that, and now we're in that space where it's just kind of like, no, you know, you can be clever. There's a, there's a, um, there's a beauty in being being able to say that you worked at something, right? Like I'm starting this saying that I almost wasn't born, or that my grandmother was was cleaning, you know, a white woman's house, broke her back cleaning a white woman's house, raised by a woman that was raised by a woman, broke her back on the stairs working for a white woman, nurse warned we would die for I made it out of stomach, and they was young enough to try again if they wanted, like, mm-hmm. like. My, they literally told my parents that I wouldn't be born. And you can, you can, you can try again. You're young. Wow. You're young. And you think about infant mortality or mom mortality rates when you think about black women or the shit that they tell people. They tell people this. Just, just try again. Yeah. Right. So it's literally me being born and just like the story. The story. Um, okay. <laughs> All right now. What I'm gonna do with a cost of living Ride down lake, that's tunnel vision Princess ride pipeline to prison Mario ride pipeline to prison Cooper giggling in the distance He want peace, his partner didn't Oppositions is opposite He want peace, his partner didn't Oppositions is opposite Finger gun Get 
street, I just bought a prison. I just need some slaves to flave to fill your land while you up on it. You come around and they don't want, they don't want. Mama, I made it, I bought a prison. I just need some slaves to flave to fill. Her dead is a smart investment. Blacks for green that sparked my end, brought my end. Wasn't planned in it to win. Why you will sell you again and again? Life turned on these marches, marching, grabbing, reaching the each track is so hot like seriously they're all bangers like for real before you even get to the actual intention and lyric like just the essence of the spirit you capture in is is so like meditative of shadow work you know what i'm saying like the the zone that it puts you in it's already just from three tracks in, three songs in. I can see the the meditation that's happening in it. Yeah, I want to know like who you speaking to with that song, like, because I feel like you speaking to like I don't know. I feel like you speaking to like black people, like. <clears throat> Like what's up? Like all right now, we need to get to this shit. Like, <laughs> like, but like we talking about, um, like there was a hard bar in there about like Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Don't need Christ, I need a strap. Yeah, Jesus died, so we know that. Crucified can't bring him back. That gun, that milk, that Similac. Mm -hmm. Walmart, Kmart in the back. Loco bought it right off the rack. Drove his car right in that pack. I seen that all on internet. Mm. That shit hard. I know, right? <laughs> what? Oh man, I was so I just turned thirty four, but I was thirty three, obviously. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, and um, it's a hard, you know, it's a. I in April, I don't. I mean, I think this song may have been written written then, but I went to church, and um, you know, I don't really know how to have the conversation about. Young black live and young black rappers and Jesus being young when he died. He was probably old then, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know what the life expectancy was, or even if Jesus existed, right? But I went to church <laughs> and I cried damn near the whole service, and I didn't know why. I didn't know why. And then I got home and I went online, and it was like Nipsey died, mm. like Nipsey was killed. Mm. And he was 33 and, you know, all of these comparisons were made. But I think about Sam Cooke also, who was my grandmother's favorite, you know, um, soul singer from Chicago. And I was thinking about all these things. So, you know, another thing that you're pulling out of the shadow, right, is the fact that, like, we are going to die. We're going to die. And kind of coming... Um, face to face with your fate or the fate of somebody that looks like you or the fate of somebody that's doing the thing that you do it's really really scary right and so you're thinking about you you have everybody going to church in Charleston one day and they're praying to this person and then you have a guy who got a gun from wherever and he can walk in there mm. Right, and then you can protest that, you can demonstrate, and then somebody can like drive their car into you for like saying, you know what I mean? So it was like dealing with a lot of those things. Um, the verses kind of came from conversations that I had with one of my favorite patrons at the library mm -hmm. where we talk about this book that we read uh, called The ISIS Papers. And, yes. and it's just like, oh my gosh, the shit, it makes your head hot, you know? Like you get so angry when you like read it, when you when you think about this, um, but I start the verses off with like, oh, that's trap new niggas in them. You know, like how how black folks have to kind of like maneuver in a game. And then the song kind of reminds me, if you listen to the beat, it reminds you mm -hmm. of like a Mario game. Like mm -hmm. it sounds like a video game. So that's, mm -hmm. that's literally where I got it. So <laughs> that's why I say, um, uh, Mario ride pipeline to prison. Mm. Koopa, you know, in the distance, right? Like, like it's literally a video game that, you know, 
every generation you have to kind of figure out what's stacked against you just to make it out. It's like this weird game. So that's how I kind of approach this all right now. And then, you know, that's just a, a saying that old black men say. It'd be like, oh, how you doing? All right now, you know? It's like, that's, that's, the, that's the response that I get from a lot of older black men. So I'm like, I should put that in the song because I don't know why it's a universal thing. That's a universal response from like old black players. It's like, oh. All right now. All right now. Let's go sit there. Attention didn't pay my tuition. They'll reach for miles and give you inches. A little attention can ruin a friendship. All skin folk and kin folk. I'm sleep now cause I've been woke. Grandma put pennies up up in her trench coat. She lost the house, she lost her legs to get that's injury and an insult. Feel alive when I'm on block. Love it when they watch. Money, family, broke on block. Ooh, I love it when they watch. Stack it up like Lego block. Time is money, come and watch. My bid in on auction block. Ooh, I love it when they watch. This is when I feel the most God. This is when I feel the most God. This is when I feel the most love. Should give like uh, recipes for the shadow work that you did for something. Like I just feel like <laughs> something, you know, because you people in this zone, like you just you transporting us. It it would be a beautiful thing to to have some idea of whatever. 
spells, shadow work, whatever you had to work through to get through the creation of this particular song. I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm just saying that's what it's making me think about. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's so crazy because the word recipe popped up in my head yes, too. Recipe. And I don't fucking know why, right? Like, yes. But it's also like the thing that you know, what I'm thinking about it is like, there's a way in which you're like so unabashedly honest about like some of the struggles of an artist, right? In a oh genre in which it's all about like bravado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in a, which it's like, no, like the gaze is like also like this thing that we want as artists in terms of like recognition, but also yeah. that becomes a cage, right? Like, and so it's just kind of like super, um, I, I was I was trying to think while in my head, I'm like, when I got chills, I showed Charles, because I was trying to think like, when have I heard someone in this genre particularly be that honest about mm-hmm. insecurities but then also it's like a double right like mm-hmm. how those same things are also part of also wanting to be i want to say like wanting to connect too you know yeah. but then the shit is like he's collapsing time yeah. like the auction block and how it must have felt time. <laughs> it must have felt being up there and white people like validating you as fucking product literally it's like literally value, right? like yeah. like your 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 entire value is like your labor to white people and they're bidding on you and then you collapse time you, you fast forward that into like mm-hmm. what the fuck you're doing now mm-hmm. and even though like this shit gives you freedom you know the expression the creative expression of, of self these raps this is my thoughts this is what gives me freedom but I'm in this fucking America and I'm like, I got to make money. Mm-hmm. And that comes with like the white validation. So like something that is liberatory for self while still confined in this like white imagination of these capitalist markets going all the way back mm-hmm. to the fucking auction block and how you could like collapse that shit, put it in a like a verse. Mm-hmm. It's like that shit's genius. And it's fucked up, but you still want to move to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, wait, should I? Like, <laughs> I'm conflicted. So, the balance, how you achieve that balance, the work you did to achieve that to balance, go there. Yeah. is what I'm like. What was that? You know? I don't know. It was. It's painful. This is not. It's not easy. It's not easy work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, I have a. I had a. I, I had an idea about a few of these songs that didn't necessarily. Some this song I felt like I didn't nail it. You know what I mean? I felt like there was there was a place that you wanted to go and I don't know if it came through. I think it came through cuz you just said you got it, right? But I didn't feel like I had achieved it and I was thinking about you know the exploitation of myself, right? Like this thing that I once loved like, oh yes, invite me, I'll do all the shows. I can't wait to like right. show up. And then you do <laughs> some shows, then you're like, this, this is, is tiring. Like- this ain't really <laughs> it, especially for what you're paying me. And this is the only way that I see it happening, right? And the the expiration date of a thing. The expiration date of a self, right? Mm-hmm. Like the person that I started out as being, I realized that you know, there I, I just didn't feel like that no more. I was very proud when I first made Blackie to go out and like perform the song, the songs and all that shit. And then especially for an album like Blackie, I'm like, yo, I am conjuring up. I am bringing my grandmother. I am calling in the ancestors. I am like doing these things. And and then I'm just left empty. I felt like shit. I'm just right. depleted. I've like brought my entire ancestry with me for like a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? It's just That's like what, like, like, like this isn't enough for my Reiki session. I went to, like, I went to get Reiki, and she, when when she got done with me, she was just like, "Ooh, Roy." That's why I opened the song saying, "Reiki master burst to tears soon as I laid on table." Came pain medication feel like Abel. That's the weekend, right? Like how he's over medicated because he can barely take it right but you you know he has a line in his song where i feel you know or she feels she feels alive in a cage or something like that something along those lines is what i was kind of like channeling right so it's just like the danger of being seen the danger of the gaze um but you also have to like be out here right because i didn't go the psychologist route like i wanted to like like, I chose to be a rapper, and now people got to see me all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just like, 
it was really navigating all of these spaces and places and like it was hard and it was just like feel like I feel invisible like I feel like you only I feel like you like my magic but you don't know me and you don't want to know me and on that no she's got her own album coming <laughs> <laughs> next